Thank you very much, Daniel. And uh, so we bring in Ambassador at Law, former Jamaican ambassador to the UN, a member of the United Nations Security Council. Ambassador Curtis Ward, how do you do, sir? Hey, good morning to you. Good morning. And should I wish you the very best for the new year that's just about around the corner? That's correct. We're counting down already, right? <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, we just have to kind of keep focused. And, 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 and just a note of caution. Yes. When when Jamaicans say just around the corner, it's <laughs> a long way off. <laughs> Yeah, they could be in halfway tree and they're talking about the longest corner in Saint Elizabeth. You know, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, by the time you're done that corner, you might as well just stop and buy some pepper swims with a W. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes, so it is. Yes, sir. So you know, I'm always. It's always a good thing to to have conversations with with fellow Jamaicans who have been in the situation locally, internationally, and have uh, both the large and the micro view of some of our issues with national security. So there does seem to be agreement across the aisle in our parliament that, yes, we should be more actively engaging with Jamaicans at home and abroad. We are all Jamaicans. We have Some of us have dual citizenship elsewhere and whatnot, but our interests are shared, that there should be some involvement. That's an agreement. Uh, the report in the Jamaica Observer quotes uh, a couple of our uh, fellow Jamaicans in the diaspora who you heard me read the, the quote there. They are not so happy um, because they believe that there is not sufficient engagement there. And, um, and, and the views vacillate back and forth. From where you sit as somebody who does have the bona fides in security matters, and also a Jamaican <laughs> living in the diaspora. What what is what is your your quick view of of what you you see and know? Because I know you keep in touch with home. You keep in touch with all of what's happening um, here and also in your your country of residence. What what are, what are you seeing as as the the main line issues and and how are you? Um, what, what's your view on how it is what we're engaging or enlisting the sources that we need to fix some of these issues? Well, let me first of all make a clear definition um, or let me put it another way. Let me try to include the word crime when mm. we're dealing with Jamaican security. Crime and security. That's correct, yes. I think is a, is a better term. Absolutely, because security is, is a broader... Precisely. Most broader concept, yes. Right. And, and Jamaica's security is compromised because of the crime. Mm -hmm. Personal security is compromised because of the crime. So... We tend to use a broad brush when we say security. But, you know, in 2007, there was a joint study by the World Bank and the UN Office on Drugs and Crime, which concluded that Jamaica was one of the countries studied. Jamaica loses a significant amount of development as a result of the crime situation. That has not in any way abated 
over the years. As a matter of fact, it seems to have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look at the United States and Jamaica and the entire Caribbean, the U.S. is an integral part of Caribbean and Jamaican security. Mm-hmm. There is no question about that. We, we do not have the capacity, for instance, to secure the maritime space. We definitely do not without the help of the United States. We know there was a huge controversy going way back with ship rider agreement and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we need the United States to be engaged. Of In course. 2010, President Obama announced the Caribbean Basin Security Initiative. And that includes law enforcement capacity building. Jamaica has received lots of financial and in-kind assistance under that program. Mm. Yet we don't see it having a significant, if any, impact at all. On, on the crime situation in Jamaica. We have to question ourselves. Are we using these resources appropriately? Mm. Or are we just going through the motions? What is the real deal? Because millions and millions of dollars have come into law enforcement and security in Jamaica in the past 12 years. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's really auditing that to see what is the benefit of that. I personally don't have the capacity to do that audit. Right. But we can't just keep throwing money at something and not see results. Then, on the other hand, one could argue that if all those resources had not been engaged, then the situation would be ten times worse. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So we don't know for sure. So end up okay. in a vortex. Right. But but I have to raise it because we need to see results-oriented engagement. Now, the Prime Minister, well, before I get to that, the diaspora has a, a broad expanse of expertise in law enforcement, in security, and, of course, in intelligence gathering analysis and the use of intelligence. The, the diaspora also have vast res- experience and resources in terms of social engagement, which is so important in dealing with, with youth and, and so on to prevent them from entering into criminal activities. Or, let me rather say entering, being recruited are coerced, are induced to engage in criminal activities. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of those resources. I've heard time and again where the diaspora has made offers of assistance. But I have heard on a program some time ago where the Minister of National Security outright rejected diaspora experience hmm. and expertise. On what basis? I heard him say, I heard him say, Jamaica police is the, one of the best trained police force in the world. We have people with high expertise that other people look to 
for their expertise. These are not my words, my friend. Hmm. The Minister of National Security. So we don't need diaspora expertise. We need the diaspora to send money. My goodness. That's basically the conclusions. Hmm. The majority of those who were watching and listening drew from that conversation. That angered many in the diaspora. And that's why when you see the, 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 the response to the Prime Minister's visit to Washington from certain members of the diaspora, it should not be a surprise mm. because the diaspora is so frustrated with the Prime Minister and so on, making these laudable announcements and speeches, but never follow up in action. There is no mechanism in place to engage the diaspora meaningfully in terms of dealing with crime. As you well know, many groups across the diaspora engage in medical, educational, social, and other interventions in Jamaica on a voluntary basis. Mm -hmm. And they do this out of love for the country and love for the people. I've been engaged with several of them as in, in advisory capacities. So I know where their heart is. Mm. Their heart is on the rock. And when we talk about... But, that, e but even remittance, the remittances that do come are love offerings. <laughs> they are targeted to try to say, how can I help you to be better, do better, more effective? Is not a, is not a, a standby funding agreement. No, and, and, and you know, many, many, you know, I've heard people say, "Oh, but um, remittances are going to support family members." That's but it. It's a quality of life thing. It's not. It's not a you know. But, but let me add something to that. That is being left out of the conversation far too often. Not one U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, or British pound reach the hands of the targeted recipient of those remittances. Hmm. What they receive are the Jamaican dollar equivalent. Hmm. So you must ask yourself, what happened to that foreign exchange? Where does it end up? And what does it do hmm. for Jamaica? It ends up in the Bank of Jamaica. It is accessed by the commercial sector. Hmm and the financial sector to engage in international trade, international commerce, and so on and so forth. So it supports the Jamaican economy far broader than feeding children or grandparents mm -hmm. left behind. It, it does more right. because it, it, it facilitates the construction industry. It facilitates the education system, mm. it pays school fees, buy books, provide transportation and lunch for children going to school. It's a development issue. There, there, there was a study, I think it was 2016 or 2017, by the Caribbean um, um, the Institute at UW. 
Um, uh, on, the, on diaspora residences. Um, Dr. King heads up that institute. Right, I, I, King. right, right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Cap- I'm Capri. Capri, Capri, Capri. Yes, Capri. yes, Capri. yes, Capri. yes. Right, right. Yes. Right. And, the, and that's what I said. Caribbean Project, um, the, yeah, uh, Research a, Institute. Apart from, mm-hmm. the, apart from the direct, the, the direct input into Jamaica's GDP of 16% in the in the raw foreign exchange, the impact of the remittances is at a minimum twenty five percent of GDP. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yes, that's the money that that goes to the butcher shop, mm-hmm. that goes to the grocery shop, that buys the goods and services, pay the utility bills, etc., etc. So that's remittances. The effect on the Jamaican economy today is approximately 30 to 35 percent. Wow. So, so we understand that. Mm-hmm. But that is all left out of the equation. Yes. But to get back to your point, <coughs> Yes. Get back to your point about the security. Yes. When the Prime Minister comes to Washington, first of all, I don't see as a good look for a Prime Minister to come to Washington to meet with low to mid-level officials on an issue that his Minister of National Security should be dealing with. Mm. Why the Prime Minister? Why the indignity, I would say, of having our Prime Minister come to Washington to meet with low-level officials? Not high-level officials in the Justice Department and the State Department, not with the Attorney General, not with the Director of the FBI, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> or the director of the, the divisions within the FBI and the Justice Department that handle these issues. It's more for propaganda purposes mm. than for reality. I'm sorry to say. But you mean opti- like optics, huh? Absolutely. Mm. Optics. This is not the role of, the, of a prime minister. You wouldn't see the prime minister of any other country coming to Washington to meet with low to mid-level officials on on these kinds of issues without even, even, I should say, a photo up with some high officials, mm-hmm. you know? And then you come out of those meetings. First of all, where do you crime and security? The greatest, the most effective way to do it is to do it in a confidential way. Mm-hmm. Sensitive. And if, right. The issue is so sensitive. You don't come out of a meeting with these fellows, regardless of their level in government, and then you broadcast it to the world what you discussed. If you had met with the, with the um, Attorney General, a joint statement would be put out giving an overview, but not giving the details. Mm. 
Right. This is what I'm saying. We had a meeting today with the Prime Minister of Jamaica, the Prime Minister that I met, and we discussed ways in which the United States Justice Department and U.S. law enforcement under the under the jurisdiction of the Justice Department, which the FBI is, can assist Jamaica in dealing with its crime situation. Mm. We pledge to work cooperatively going forward. That is the statement mm-hmm. that should be out there. Not saying we gave 30 names to U.S. law enforcement of people who our intelligence have identified as driving crime and controlling crime in Jamaica. Well, no. Mm-hmm. 30 people in the U.S. Who are they manipulating? Who are they controlling? Who are they dealing with in Jamaica? Why aren't you taking care of that locally? Mm-hmm. Since you know them. Since you know them. Why aren't your intelligence gathering effectively enough to have investigation take place of the people in Jamaica yes. who are linked to these notorious 30 in the United States. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, 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 it is a policy that's not how you deal with security, that's not how you deal with crime. Mm-hmm. Beat in your chest and grandstanding is not the way to do it. Yeah. Undercover work yes. is the most effective in dealing with crime and security. Mm-hmm. When you have the results, you announce the results to show the effectiveness of your work. Mm-hmm. And so others will take note that we know what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not These sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when we got there where it was all about optics and showing stuff. You know, we give my whole profession a bad name. I, I do a lot in broadcasting, but I'm really more skewed towards corporate communication. And it's serious work where you have to be more sensitive and more appropriate in what you say. You don't just talk about your intent, you follow through. Exactly. Uh, and the thing is, look, we, we, we call out all the time. I am an advocate of transparency in government. When it comes to security issues, there are limits to the transparency. Do you understand me? Yes. When it comes to crime fighting, you don't give away your hands. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're playing poker with the criminals and you're showing them your cards. <laughs> or or you look sense. excited or depressed, so they have an idea what kind of card you have. Poker face, hence, exactly. hence poker face. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We need a national security minister that understands the portfolio. We need a prime minister who understands his responsibility for the overall um, situation in Jamaica. And we need transparency. Now, you have to find a way to balance that. I've seen where the Prime Minister has gone abroad and uh, and come back to Jamaica and refused to explain what it is he, 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 he discussed abroad. One of those trips come to mind is the is this trip to Israel a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Um, it never explained to the Jamaican people mm-hmm. what was the outcome of that visit. Um, we, we, we have seen, we have seen 
our foreign minister. Go to places like Morocco mm. and so on. And, and we don't know what deals have been made. That's where transparency comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, which doesn't necessarily involve giving us all the nuances of the arrangement. Just say we have an understanding which will, towards this end. Exactly. And as the sensitive exactly. portions become um, absorbed in the process so that you can you see, you can see sure clearly enough, then you can say, and this is what it looks like. All right. Let me, let me just add one more thing. When he made that announcement in the Jamaica House press conference, first of all, he had done it on a program hosted by Ambassador March in Washington. Mm-hmm. And, and I must tell you, interestingly enough, when the commissioner of police was asked a particular question, the prime minister jumped in to answer it. All right? Yes. Anyway, but when he made the announcement about his quote-unquote collaboration with the U.S. government, and at the same time announcing the USOE. I hope I got that right. Mm-hmm. An interpretation of that could be he was bragging about this new arrangement and then pushing on the, the SOE to say, see, SOE is not the only thing we are doing. Right. Which is what which is what the government is often accused of. Right. Using the SOE right. as its major crime fighting too. Mm-hmm. We're not only doing that. See, we now have an arrangement with the U.S. Right. And we are going to use U.S. law. We, Jamaica, going to use U.S. law to indict these so-called, these alleged criminals in the United States. That's legally impossible, by the way. Um, I... Jamaica cannot indict anybody in the United States. So he, he definitely misspoke on that. Yeah, with my little, my little master's level studies in international relationship, in relations, it never sounds all right to me. But, you know, like I say, if I'm not an expert, I don't holler. <laughs> I just kind of ask questions. Yeah, I, I know that doesn't work. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he went on to double down by saying the U.S. uses Jamaican law to indict criminals. Not true. That's mm. not how they do it. They indict them for crimes committed. It affecting the United States under U.S. law. Right. And then use the extradition treaty right. to extradite them. Over to they you. Don't indict them. Mm. They don't indict them under Jamaican law. Mm. The, 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 the um, Minister of Justice needs to advise the Prime Minister or the Prime Minister needs to seek advice mm. from the Minister of Justice before he speaks on some of those issues. Yeah. Um, but these are just some of the things that mm. it is pure chaos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the way we deal with crime and security. Goodness. We make grand announcements when we find guns, mm-hmm. but we arrest nobody. Aye, aye, aye. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's frustrating, though. I, what I'm trying to figure out is, 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 you know, what exactly is the plan and are we going to... Because this is like a, a, a free resource. And even if you have found Jamaicans who happen to have citizenship anywhere in North America, including the U.S., of course, and even if in their own rights as consultants, they do have to be compensated. They would definitely, it would definitely be 
you know, more a heart issue than anything else. You know, you, you can't, you can't have somebody just who is in that field working for free. But at the same time, what you do, you have a vested interest. It's good to have a consult, to have consultants with people with that vested interest. But I, I, it's kind of fuzzy what the announcement that was made. I'm not sure what. And so that is fuzzy, which could be clear. But some of the sensitive stuff you really shouldn't be saying. There are many Jamaicans who are in high law enforcement positions in the U.S. and Canada and elsewhere. High position. We've had people who, in, in, in a state like California, in Los Angeles, head of the anti-gang task force and team for years and effectively deal with, with, with gangs in, in Los Angeles and those places. We have people who serve as police chief, heads of different investigative divisions, mm. former FBI agents with vast amounts of experiences. And many of them, people with intelligence experience, meaning they've worked in the intelligence community in the United States. And when they talk about intelligence and policing, we have people who have been engaged in that successfully mm. across the United States. And yet, and when you speak of consultation, many of these people are prepared to give up their free time, mm. of their free time, to advise and train counterparts in Jamaica. They will take their vacation time and come down and train people. I've heard people say this. Mm. So it's not for compensation that they are seeking. Right. Granted, after they are retired and they they, they no longer have a full-time salary, mm -hmm. if you are going to engage them, you may need to have some... Consideration. Money. Money. <laughs> Financial consideration. Right. Yeah. Right. But money is available on the CBSI and other U.S. programs. Right, right, right. What are they using it for? But but they will and they'll also bring context that somebody who's just picked for their expertise in a general way can't. Well, they have cultural competence. Yes, as I, yeah, cultural. Yes, with the that is the context I'm talking about. So they they can see, they can see why you know it's different. Mm -hmm. I know. As you, you understand that. Yes. Yes. That context and that's invaluable. Is so important. How many how many times have we had consultants? <laughs> that are non-Jamaicans yes. who come in and do these studies and they end up on the shelf. Yeah. Some of them are good studies. Yes. But guess what? We don't have the expertise or the resources to implement them. Not fit for or purpose. Maybe, Not fit for purpose. Yeah. Or, or maybe mm -hmm. the political will yeah. is absent. Got it. Ambassador, you have, you have given us a, a rich, a lot to chew on. We, we have to go now for our news, but thank you very much, Ambassador Curtis Ward. Keep well, and thanks. Always my pleasure, sir, and all the best for the new year. And you.